get rid of your credit card debt, get a lower monthly payment, and skip your next two house payments at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to save thousands with SaveWithConrad.com. Find out how much money you can save right now at SaveWithConrad.com. Welcome back to the show. It's Road Dog and Cassio, and you're listening to. Oh, another- you. Oh, my bad. I thought I'm. J- Man, that's a story of my life. I'm always inserting myself too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. That's my bad. Well, I think you hit the right spot. I tried to freelance there. Oh, were you? Say were another you edition of. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's you on the me, right though, spot. dog. That's on me. I should have worked off of your timing, and so that's on me. We'll get you know what? Let's, here we go. Take two. Welcome back to the show. It's Road Dog and Casio, and you're listening to another edition of... Oh, you didn't know? Yeah. Your ass better call... Sorry. Do See? It, and it. then I then I overstayed my welcome. So no, that's what they beg for every time. Who begs for that? The people. The... <laughs> oh, those people. The people. Road doggians. Uh, dog, the, uh, <clears throat> yes. before we get started here, um, coming up in just a few days, my friend, Money in the Bank is on July 1st. Seth Rollins will defend his world heavyweight title against Mr. Ferbal, Fergal McDivitt. Fergal McDivitt. And hey, everybody knows that I'm a Fergal McDivitt man. And so if you're a betting man... Put your money on Finn Balor. And Cody Rhodes will take on Dominic Mysterio. Oh, yeah. Look, that's a good... That's Well, th- that's baby this match, and heel if I've ever heard Yeah, it. this match writes itself. Uh, oh. Don't don't overthink it. Um, but, but, man, yeah, it's going to be a good one. And then Talk about and crowd participation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then men and women's money in the bank matches all from O2 Arena in london man let's can we say can we say sold out o2 arena in london because it is and has been um and and that's just screaming business is hot you know what i mean like it's it's look it's a great card uh i think it's it's one of my favorite uh premium live events of the year just from a uh vantage point of the lead rider kind of thing like I've talked about it before on here. <clears throat> this this really can make a person and have a great story. And I thought Becky touched on it the other night uh, on Raw in her promo about this. This is one of the most important people uh, in, in the company, and and that's true. You know what I mean? Like that. If that's the right person, uh, and it's the right person butting up against the the champion, like I think there's that's that's storytelling. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? With, with a huge opportunity to tell a great story. For the next nine months, you ever you never wrestled in O2 Arena, right? I have, I have. You wrestled. did, yeah, 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 a bunch of times. Um, and I think, and Dom, you look this up. I think me and Billy and Hunter like saved. I want to say 
The Shield put Undertaker through a table. Wow. And then me and Hunter and ran out there. I don't know. Ooh. I may be making that all up, but it sounds all hot, right? What's, what's that arena like? Because I've only heard about it. I heard it was a great venue yeah. and yeah. just... It is, it is, yeah. it is, but you know, it's, I don't know. I love a smaller venue and, 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 you know, working closely like I am now about uh, specific, you know, with specific venueing and stuff like that is, is man, I find that especially when business is hot right now, a 7,500 seater will yeah. rock your world as far as a live event attendee. You know what I mean? As far as me paying my money and going in there. Man, it's going to be such a positive. Uh, we just had one in White Plains. It just makes me think about that. It was just such a hot show, and it's like seventy five hundred seater, and so it's a huge arena, uh, and it's very cool because it fills up with uh, hungry fans. The UK fans are always uh, really good, um, but you gotta you gotta play with them uh, with kid gloves too, because if you're going to try to do something creatively. Uh, that they're not going to like, you might want to kick it the next week in Wichita. You know what I mean? You've <laughs> talked about it before. They're a smart crowd and they're yeah. very into it. Yeah, very into it. And they're going to, and they're going to do what they're going to do. And, uh, and if that's, if you're cool with that, with every creative decision, like we're going off the air like this. Like I remember during my time is when we, we put the, uh, the title, we beat Jinder Mahal and put the title on AJ Styles over there and we and i and i i'm not sure if that show was recorded or not but i think we even did it uh even though it was recorded knowing it was going to get out it was such a great atmosphere to do it in yeah. and we never do stuff like that so it was a lot of reasons to do it um in my mind anyway i'm sure look forward to that we'll all be watching that premium live event coming up June 1st money in the bank from the sold out o2 sold out arena yeah thank you and london now i don't know how we're gonna fit but let's me and you squeeze our way into the Wayback machine dog Ooh. and look back 25 maybe if you put ago. your head this way and i'm <laughs> i'm not sure we'll work let's we'll work know. on that during the commercial break you know it's like when you get through camping you're like how did how did the tent fit in there before this because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't go now, now. right uh, but we're gonna squeeze in we're gonna hop back 25 years to the Whoa. one of the most memorable That's a quarter times. of a century. Doesn't it make us all feel old, by the way? Um, I think back, it's in my head 25 years ago is not where we're going to talk about. It's like the 80s. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's not. It's 1998. <laughs> it's not. It's almost 2000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, okay. Uh, but as we look back at one of the most memorable times in WWF's history, DX as baby faces on TV following their invasion of WCW, which we covered in the archives. And now it's DX feuding against the nation dog. We'll get to that in just a little bit, but I want to start off by asking, was everyone comfortable here switching over to babyface? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't think we really switched anything. I think we just kind of, we're doing what we were doing, and it was kind of the bad. Look, it was just like Austin too, right? Austin was not a babyface uh, during this time that he was the biggest babyface in the history of, the, you know what I mean? Whatever, and yeah. you know, arguably in the history of the industry. But but it was that time uh, in in uh, 
social and in, in, in cult, pop culture. It was it was the time of <clears throat> the bad the bad guy wasn't the good guy anymore. The good guy who used to just be helpful to everybody and uh, you know what I mean and, and try to do his best. And that guy that that guy wasn't a baby face no more. Now it was the guy who said, "Suck it and." Hell no, and <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? Like now the guy's kicking his boss in the Yakamini plats and hitting him with the stunner. You know what I mean? So, uh, and so that that I don't know that we were heels to begin with and turn face. I think it, or face. I want to drag myself out of the seat and kick myself in the nose right now. Um, <laughs> turn baby face. I, it's just a, it's one of my pet peeves. Um, so, so face uh, or just baby face? No, just saying face. Like, oh, I don't know. That drives me right. nuts. Um, and I just did it, so I don't know. I'll be sure done. to use it seven yeah. more times. For Hypocrisy. <laughs> um, that's a new song I'm writing. Uh, I like it. What were... <laughs> What but, were we talking about again? I know you babyface, but it yeah, seems we like you're switch. saying it was more organic. Yeah, we it didn't just, switch. The crowd just, switch, not you switch. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, yeah. I think it was. Uh, I think it. I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg, but I think it was the time. It yeah. was the time where if you were a real good smart ass, you were the babyface. Right. You know what I mean? And that's totally ass backwards from anything I'd ever been taught or saw on television or watched in movies or like look i understand every now and then the bat you know the hell racer or whatever the guy nicholas cage with his head on fire and the motorcycle oh, yeah. uh what was the movie Oh, you Why'd don't know you do this? Ghost Rider, Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider, Ghost Rider. Thank you, Let's Dom. Yeah, yeah, I knew it too. But Ghost Rider like that Okay, that guy's the anti-hero or whatever, but that's a super like I don't know, it just it didn't work for me as a as a when I was younger as a babyface. That's not what a babyface does. But during this period of time, and and like I said, in society in America, uh, and I guess globally because it caught on everywhere, was a, if you're a real good smartass, I like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, do you? What do you think about your act? Did it play better as babyfacers, or was it just that was the time? Well, look, it was the time, and I think we were swimming upstream either way because they started to really like you. You know what I mean? Like then you're yeah. just like, well, now we're just now we're just trying to be mean to make them not cheer. You know what I mean? Like now we're just going, yeah, your city sucks or some cheap something. You know, trying to and so I don't I don't know if we played better or worse. We just we just played what they we played to the crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. and and one of the ways that you played with the crowd then was to ignore them and treat them bad. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like tell them to suck it and stuff like that. And they go like, okay, yeah. Um, and so it's crazy as it seems. Like that's it was the anti-hero. It was the time of the anti-hero, man. And that's why that's why DX turned it. And we were and we were good entertaining. I think anyway. I don't know. Um, well, this plays into it a little bit. On the road, uh, you're still wrestling LOD 2000 or DOA, since they are both technically babyfaces teams. It's reported that you guys are still working at Heels. What do you remember about this time? Yeah. This, like you mentioned, the era where the Heels will get cheered for working heel. Look, Is this a got... tough adjustment, or you just played with what the crowd was going with? Yeah. I, look, I, I will cover that by covering something that's, that's very uh, relevant right now. The Usos. You know what I mean? The Usos go out on a live event, and and right now they're going to work with a heel team. 
You know what I mean? And, and yeah. or, or, or a baby, like, wait, wait, what? And so you got to kind of figure it out. So this was the transitional period for us where we're still working baby face teams on television and our entrances were getting pops, but, but we got to do something until you find out, okay, this won't work anymore. They're just rejecting it. And, and you, you get six months of live events out of it until you go like, Hey, we got to start working. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is getting old. Um, and so it's, you know, it was us trend. It was the transitional period from, from, and how do we work and who do we work? You know what I mean? Uh, also, let's get into this. Owen Hart joins the nation and the feud with DX is on. Yeah. Dog, what do you think of Owen being in the nation? Was he a good fit in your mind? Per- perfect. Like it was picture. It makes, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, picture like i don't know i don't it, it couldn't be any better if you ask me and he's the perfect guy like i don't think any other white dude could have made it work and i think <laughs> oh and that's just the truth and i think owen owen's the one guy that could all right before we get into the timeline we've set everything up dog we got to get in our special segment that we try to do every show here at the beginning and that is our meme of the week oh, baby. Well, i we read it on here and i thought you were talking about my grandmother mimi and so yeah. I didn't know. Meme of the week. We'll do that segment too and have it every time. Okay. But we're going to do meme of the week. We have no idea what's about to pop up. Our producer Dom's oh, going to sling something at us. I should put my let's, glasses on. Yeah. Let's see today's meme of the week. You need help with your computer? Just press F5. F5. Look at tiny Brock Lesnar. Oh, look at him. Little Brock. He, he still, still looks like he's on the verge of kicking some A, don't he? He is about to just snatch me through my <laughs> MacBook and just chunk him. Yeah, I hope it doesn't get back you were laughing at a picture of him. That's yeah, I wasn't. Guy. I didn't laugh. I hope you know that, Brock. I did. That was on me. Yeah, um, Brock. I've been F5'd, and that's the difference. How's an F5 to take? Well, uh, I'm going to tell you a little secret that not a whole lot of people know. Okay. For one thing, when you are snatched into the arms of Brock Lesnar, you are being held by a man. Uh, uh, I would dare say all man and maybe then some. So as I, as you get yanked from your prone position on the ground, literally with no in-between, you're prone, and then all of a sudden you're prone over his, over his back. There's no, like helping stand up and jumping mm-hmm. with him and, and timing the jump properly. So, you, you know, you just go from there to here. And sure. for me, uh, I was a little tremor then. Uh, I was not a lot tremor, mind you. But um, when I landed, I tried to just take a, like a flat face bump. But I guess my arm and his arm were, I, I didn't turn my head when I landed, so I landed right on my nose and my um, my nether region, like all hit at the exact same time, because I think oh. they're same distance right. from the close, anyway. From close. The, yeah, yeah. So so anyway, it hurt in two specific areas, and uh, and you just know like holy mackerel, what what a I don't want to ever feel him, because he was not in aggression mode. And you can tell when he goes into aggression mode on TV very easily when he walks away and then you see him look back and you go, oh, God, 
oh God, don't go back. Don't go back, dude. And, and you just don't know what's going to happen then. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about everybody in the arena, including all production. And you just go, oh God, don't. Somebody stop him. Somebody stop. And then you see like Adam Pierce going like, hey, whoa. And I He's not going to stop him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever you do, don't try to stop him. Terrifying. Terrifying individual. All right, let's get into the timeline here as we talk King of the Ring 1998. Mm. Uh, on a Raw in Nashville May 18th, you and Billy defeat The Rock and Owen after Farouk interfered mm. and Pile Drove. Is it Pile Drove or Pile Drived? I don't think it matters. Okay. I'm not sure it's a real word. I'm not sure. <laughs> Pile Drove <laughs> Rocky. Rocky, by the way, is only about two years into the business at this yeah. point. Where are you at on this potential two years into the business and this feud is starting? Um, yeah, look, his, but he always had potential. And I knew it when he was Flex Cavana in, in Memphis in USWA. And, uh, he, he had, he had everything, uh, everything you would need, you know what I mean? And, and he was a good looking dude and he was big and he was athletic. Um, so yeah, there was, I always knew he was my competition. <laughs> that's what that's what I thought. Um uh mind you, he uh he didn't look at me the same way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into the next night. Raw is taped from Providence. This is from our friends over at the Torch. Rocky said oh, well, before our, yeah. our friends. You throwing that out there kinda. Yeah, I like all of them. Uh Rocky <laughs> Rocky said you know them. Uh Rocky said before his match against Hunter. The entire world wants to know exactly what The Rock feels about the new wonder drug, Viagra. Well, The Rock feels like this. Since he has absolutely no need for Viagra, he cannot comment on it. Uh, it seems you and DX have a little uh, thing going with your anatomy, uh, if you smell what The Rock is cooking. I'll tell you what, Triple H, The Rock is standing right dead smack in the middle of the ring, and he's got something nice and hard waiting for you and it's called the rock bottom dog this is full-blown attitude era, rock bottom i don't have any idea what you're talking about to be quite honest with you <laughs> i mean everything he said was grammatically correct and First sounded all, sounded good in the sense he was gonna hit him hard with that finish you know what i mean and he said come on down here i got something for you it's hard it's, but it's called a rock bottom so I, really it all makes sense so we're not what was the attitude about it all. it was a rock bottom it's a move. yeah yeah it was not it was, he's an attitudinal character if that's what you mean and the only the only slot i'd give him is you know it's probably blue chew promo code dog but besides that <laughs> um on the show you work on shotgun by teaming oh. with billy to defeat the midnight express of oh. bob holly and bark gun with Ooh. Jim Cornette. A lot to unpack in that sentence, as Conrad Ooh. says. First off, was it odd for Billy and Bart, dog, to be on the opposite side of the tag team match? Well. Well, those are some big old boys right there, that, brother. Well, God almighty. That's so, a lot so of meat. You, Can we you throw show that picture them, up you again? You show them. Oh. Yeah, you show them, and I, I don't remember being as scared as I am right now. <laughs> but I, I think I, I, I had to have been. So when you ask about how Billy felt, uh, I don't know or no, do I care? I was just trying to survive out there because <laughs> if, if we were the baby face, 
And we were oh. probably the main event of that show or whatever because it's one it was one of the underneath shows, and we were just now getting started. So, or I guess we've been going for a while. I don't know, but um, those two guys were going to get the heat on me. You know yeah. what I mean? They weren't going to get. They weren't going to beat Billy up. They were going to beat me up for half the match, and I was going to tag Billy, and he was going to get. He was going to give them the what for, you know what I mean? And uh, so, yeah, I remember just being terrified. I was always scared to death of Bob Holly. Bob Holly is a oh. dead gum spark plug for a shoot oh, and an athlete. And, a, and he could just beat you up. And, and you just don't even know what we're... I didn't even know who was fighting. <laughs> um, but but uh, and, uh, and Bart, well, I mean, look, in, unless you're Butterbean, you ain't beating him up. Uh yeah so 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 i was scared i was scared of those two guys and yeah it probably was all all awkward for billy i don't know why i stuttered i'm sorry uh by the way you've been around both gentlemen i've had the pleasure luckily of meeting uh billy a couple times but yeah just i've never met bart uh looking at that yeah he's looking at that picture he was as big as billy i mean in the picture he's he's look he's bigger well well and his and his shoulders yeah, like, because Bart, Bart's, a, Bart's a man, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, just like Billy. You know what I mean? When you see Billy and you see Bart, you go like, oh, dude. You know, they're, they're, when you say, like, strapping cowboys and stuff, like, that's that's them, man. In my head, that's Crazy. what we look like. Look at that. No, that's not what we look like at oh, all. Okay. All right. Okay. If you showed just their butts, that'd be clo- <laughs> we'd be closer. While we're looking at this picture, dog. While we're looking at think, their butts. What do you, you think of the whole... NWA New Midnight Express gimmick. Well, it was there was a lot to unpack it there. Like uh, like you said a second ago, like it was holy yeah. mackerel Bart Gunn and Bob Holly being being managed Cornette. by Jim Cornette, and they're the new. Yeah, I I, uh, I think they're dead in the water. You know what I mean? And and you can take that line out of the notes because I not because of them, but just because um, of the gimmick. Yeah, no, 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 not because of them at all. Because yeah. both of these guys are top tier athletes, and there's no two ways about it. Um, and so, yeah, what well, has nothing to do with them? I think it's look. You want to give Jim Cornette a microphone on a yeah. weekly television show, and and there's, I, I would want to do that all day myself. You know what I mean? So I understand the thinking and the reasoning. And look, we got these two guys that are great. We'll put them together. We'll do that. I, I totally understand it, but. It also feels like you're going out there with a ball and chain around you. You know what I mean? Like it's, this is what used to be cool. So we're doing it again. And it just always, uh, oh, Dom started his period. No, wait, what does it say? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That time time period. period, The attitude. The attitude. Right. And look, look, there was a, there was a, uh, also the attitude era though, was a strong love of traditional wrestling. You know what I mean? Like it was a, that there was a very ECW and uh, these very uh, tight knit wrestling communities that were in different regions of, of not only the United States, but, but internationally that, that loved that too. You know what I mean? It was almost like uh, some of that went into creating the attitude era. And so I think there was people that loved wrestling. So it was worth a try. Um, I guess is, is my point. And Dom, congratulations. Uh, you are, growing up right in front of our eyes, yep. you know? Beautiful young woman. Um, at Over the Edge of Milwaukee, the Outlaws would team up with Hunter <laughs> to take on Owen, <laughs> and D'Lo Brown. 
<laughs> Who do we face? I don't know. Somebody. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Owen, comma. Oh, comma, 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 chameleon. And D'Lo Brown. They, they beat go. you guys, the New Age Outlaws, and Triple H in 18 minutes and 33 seconds. Comma, 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 Mustafa. And D'Lo Brown. We beat them down. So do we beat them, or they beat us? Oh, maybe. Yeah. This, oh, this from, the, this from the Observer. We're going back to the Observer. To what does our friends over at the Observer say? Quote: A disappointing match with the son of a beasting. With the exception of the performance of Hart, who oh, was good, Owen. and Brown, who was good in spots. Mm. Triple H was the only wrestler the crowd reacted to as a star once the match started. Although DX got a huge reaction. For their ring intros and entrance dog let me ask you this from that perspective was it tough sometimes to get this big gigantic reaction in your intros and your entrance and your the crowd type then and then you got to get the match going well um not one time in my whole entire life did i ever say hey let's just not do the entrance stuff <laughs> okay i don't want to take away from the reaction <laughs> and uh you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you went back right now, would you remember how I threw a drop kick, good or bad? No. You'd probably guess bad, but I mean, but but I know you know every time, though. every time, bro, every time. Yeah. Wrestling's just wrestling. If you don't care who's wrestling, mm. I just mm. made that song up. Uh, here's what the rolled right off the tongue. <laughs> did it was a solid jam. After a boring match, they had a pretty good finish with China <laughs> getting involved and attacking poor Mark Henry. Brown got a spike, pile-driven, onto... I See, I don't know which word we're using now, so I'm Make up a different one. Pile-drove. Uh, so I went pile-drove last time. Pile-drave. Pile-driven this time on a no, tag. No, go pile-drave. Pile-drave. Just make up your own, and we own it now. Uh, you got... <laughs> you got... You got... Pile-drive, as the French say. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me? I caught that in 2004. It was bad. It was bad. Now they just drivy. got a shot. Peely Drivy, buddy, burns. <laughs> yeah, now they got a shot, but then you just <laughs> had to sweat it out. <laughs> I didn't sure leave. I didn't sure <laughs> 91. We were going San on Diego? We were on deployment in San Diego. <laughs> Oh, I so, um, so Dominic has written. <laughs> I feel like a woman, and then yeah, underneath it, up. just just to make us understand, he said it was Shania. I was saying, was, yeah, we got, it. <laughs> we yeah, get no. it. You feel like a woman? I got it. I got it. <laughs> he got it. Um, I don't even care what our listeners think. I'm just having poking fun at Dom. That's all we're doing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I well, I think, let me I finish this sentence so we can set up our next segment real quick. Okay. Brown got Pile Drivain onto a tag <laughs> title belt by Triple H and Gun, but was saved. Hart used Helmsley's own pedigree oh. on him. The title belt, and then he got the pin. Ooh. Dog, one and a half stars. Yeah, we're moving on up. But guess what? The Observer... Might have given you one and a half stars, Mr. Brian James. Yeah, but, but it's time for our five 
five-star segment of the week. Oh, I have no idea yeah. what this is, but it sounds like it should have been built bigger with a graphic. Or a... Hey, yeah, but, but like a, <laughs> can you make our faces move, Dom? Here, like, no, let's just do this. Five-star oh, segment of the I'm gonna week. Throw up. I'm going to throw up from looking at you, dude. Okay. <laughs> and when you come at the camera, don't open your mouth. It was a bad... Don't it was open weird. your mouth. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you personally, don't do that. Okay, now. <laughs> Which way are my mouth closed? Which way are we going? We're going a five-star segment. Oh, five-star review. If Shania D'Angelo will throw yeah. that five-star review, it's our five-star review from Apple Podcasts. How about that? Five stars by Bubba J36, the Road Dog, the real Double J, whatever you want to call him, is a wrestler that captures your attention using humor with a twist of straight-laced intensity. He gets his stories and points across. He's a man from a great wrestling family. His stories, especially involving his family. All right, great listen. Five stars from Bubba J36. Wow. Well, Bubba J36, uh, a.k.a. Mother. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Oh, man. uh, Thank you for that. That's uh, humbling. And and I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Look. The Observer is our friends. You said that earlier, and I jabbed, and it's, it is a, a friendful, uh, you know, a friendly jab yeah. that that I get hot at every every now and then. Uh, but they do what they do, um, and so we appreciate them. And uh, where was I going with uh, trying to make up with those guys? Five stars, one and yeah, one yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to kind of make up with those guys before I buried them again. Um, well, no, I, you accidentally buried the torch. We were good with the torch. Oh, you oh, are we? The Observer, yeah, my yeah. bad. My bad. We're not that's friends my, with them. That's my bad. <laughs> they don't like us. We're not like them. Well, my point, my point about it all was that that uh, review, five star, one star, seven star, thirty three thousand stars. Five star. That that one, it hits me in the heart, and the guy goes like, "Yeah, I like listening to you," and that's like, "Oh man, that's cool." You know what I mean? Because I can't imagine that for one thing, um, and. To hear it and to hear the guy likes the show, you know what I mean? That's that's really cool to me. And if this other guy doesn't like my wrestling match, you know what I mean? Like, that's, uh, I don't know, it's different to me. Like, these are my stories and my life, and it's interesting to this guy. That was my phony baloney wrestling life that, I don't know, you spend your life critiquing? Yeah, right. by the way, All right. you tell that guy listens because... I believe you said you do humor with a twist of intensity. <laughs> yeah. The twist that... of intensity was Fergal Medivic's finisher. You remember that? Oh. The old twist of intensity. <laughs> it was the twist of intensity. Hell the yeah. the T O I. I think he said the toy. <laughs> oh, <my man. laughs> I hit you with me toy. <laughs> Uh, my, my little toy. But uh, you want to get hit with me? Pull your eye out with this toy, you son. Aye, laddie. <laughs> I'm Fergie uh, McDivitt here. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, hey, guys, Tony Schiavone. Need to call a timeout real quick. Wanted to tell your listeners what I've been telling what happened when listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com. 
On the debut episode of The False Finish, Chris Harris talks about his successful TNA run as one half of America's Most Wanted and his not-so-successful run in WWE as Braden Walker. To be honest with you, I wanted out. I mean, it wasn't, I was I was saying the right things to Johnny, like, hey, I'm gonna make this work. But inside I was thinking, I hate this fucking place. Um, it's broken me down. It's, it's made me not love wrestling anymore. Um, I, I mean, I, I, that's kind of when my drinking took a bad turn. And um, yeah, I just, I really needed out. Buff Bagwell joined Ad-Free Shows members for a live Q&A, talking about his road to recovery and sobriety and recovery from a broken neck. We took an angle between me and Rick Steiner that could have been a unbelievably long angle, and they took that and just made it into a one-night match on Nitro, which I lost my debut match back with a broken neck. Who booked I feel that like shit? that was a bad call. Who, who booked that shit? That's just a small taste of what we got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why Ad Free Shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. Uh, what are we? Right. You said segue in our next segment. I don't know. Did we do it that already? That was it. That was five the segment. Five star it was review. We're gonna. We need a. We need a song that I'm willing to lay down some tracks for. And okay. we need a... We need Dom to make our... Yeah. Dom, do that move where our face, like, pops up. Real quick. Do like, the move. <laughs> he can do, like, this uh, zoom feature, I believe. Can you do the one where, where I go like this? What's happening? What's happening? Did you have a rib removed? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I threw up in my <laughs> threw up in my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? These days. <laughs> Where are we at? In my mouth. I don't know. <laughs> Where are we? Okay. We, you're going to have to cut some of this shit. No, we're not. This is the best show we've ever done. <laughs> Raw, Raw is quite on the streak at this point, dog. Uh, <laughs> Raw is defeating Nitro pretty consistently, but not like Nitro had done to Raw. <laughs> No, the, not like that. No, Thanks for no. bringing that part up. Did locker did the locker room feel the pressure of the war, or were you you said it before you were focused on yeah. you? Yeah, and and I know fans pay attention to I it, but know. you I guys think, have I, to I focus on think, your own week. Yeah, I honestly think the 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 fans made more of it than the boys yeah. ever did. Um, and now now that it's happened a quarter of a century ago, um, you kind of get into. Well, that's what I remember from that time was how the competi- strict competition it was. But truth be told, like, I was the road dog and Booker T was in WCW and being the champion. And then he came there and I was friends with him 20 years ago and I'm friends with him now. And I, you know what I mean? Like it was, yeah. it was, there's not a lot of competition in between the boys. Now, look, you, you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there even was in the boys because I think the only ones that could have had any heat would would have been like the click. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> Kevin and, and Scott were over there and they were kind of in the office, and Sean and Hunter are over here and they're kind of they got influence anyway. You know what I mean? Sure. So I, I think everybody was friends to tell you the truth. Now from a business standpoint, it was I'm sure it was, you know, uh, cutthroat business strategies and deals going down and doing everything they could uh, scratching and clawing to to beat them in the ratings but it, 
I don't know. I don't think it matters if you beat them by two or six or 10 or 12. If you win, you win, right? It's like a, yeah. uh, a victory is a victory. But you can, you can uh, type that second sentence after it if you want to and go, but not like WCW beat them. Remember that whooping? Right. But, but, uh, but also, take that out to your point, and you mentioned it before, Man, when you when you're going to the ring and it's time for you to go, you're not thinking about a ratings war. You got to do your job regardless. Yeah, and and I also have to try to uh like be the best performer. I, I guess right. it's kind of what you're saying, but I got to be the best performer I can be. I got to go out there each and every night and deliver like that, like yes. we're doing on TV because we're doing it 300 days a year. You know what I mean? And so I don't know. It, it's it ain't easy. And the only way I got through it is uh by drugs no <laughs> I, don't, you, I don't know I, you, know. you weren't waking up the next day going let's check the ratings to see if we won it was negatory good buddy going. negatory good buddy is be yeah. where can i get some steak and eggs good buddy <laughs> and uh <laughs> maybe a ride to the building later knock All on right. my door <laughs> Let, let's continue on the timeline raw from 6-1-1998 in chicago the torch says they showed a fun skit with DX interrupting a Sable photo shoot. What? And sprayed her with Super Soaker's dog. That ain't true. We squirted with you with a water gun, <laughs> nerd. This is like a, <laughs> a scene, scene from, from Oz. Oz. That's so good. Well, I mean, we didn't show that part. <laughs> I didn't show that part. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of talk about Sable in her backstage <laughs> and how she was to work with. Dog, from your point of view, what were your experiences like with Sable? Always pleasant. Okay. Uh, honestly, always. It was always pleasant. Like, I didn't I didn't work with her that much, and I'll be honest with you. I definitely didn't work with her one-on-one, -on -one, ever. You know what I mean? It was always either. And, and truth be told, I don't know that I was ever, other than that time, I don't know that I was ever in another scene with her. Okay. And that's just the truth. I, so I, I can't I can't speak to that. From your view, everything was great. Um, gravy. Chocolate gravy. There we go. Oh, here we go. Uh, that later <laughs> here we that go. night. Here we go. Come on. Rocky Maivia. Maybe you've heard Ooh. of him. Owen Hart. Rocky Maivia. At D'Lo Brown with Mark Henry and comma. Uh, beat yeah. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And oh. Road Dog and Badass with X-Pac and China at 10 minutes and 30 seconds. Badass pinned D'Lo after a Paul Drever Ooh, at yeah. 130. Rocky pinned Road Dog after the rock bottom at 223. Son Owen of Hart pinned Gun at 330 after a spinning kick. China came to ringside as they cut to commercial. Hunter pinned Rocky at 1005, making it Owen versus Hunter. Ken Shamrock then came to the ring and oh. interfered. The nation jumped him. Dan Severn wearing a suit. Wearing a suit came coming down out to there. make the save. Severn and Shamrock had a stare down. Ross said, this ain't the octagon. Hunter was mad at Shamrock for causing the DQ loss. Dog, mm -hmm. it felt like you guys in some combination were working together a lot on TV. What do yeah. you think about this time? Well, look, it's, it's, uh, it's great to have two decent factions that... Um, 
<clears throat> are rising and, and on opposite sides of the roster. And again, I always talk from a vantage point of the of the creative team or the, the lead writer because look, that's where I, I just worked. So I forgot about how to wrestle and I've just learned how to write a show. Um, but, but like, so when I think about that, I think, holy mackerel, they got four guys that can work. They got four guys that can work and a muscled woman on the outside. Like, the sky's the limit with the with the ways we can do this and and you're right we were on tv with those guys and around the world with those guys on live events um and so you're probably going to ask next like what i thought working with mark henry was like when he first started i was not i was going to say do you have a good dan severn story (laughs) oh no sorry okay (laughs) i actually don't i i knew dan but i never i don't think i ever worked that's as probably close as I came to being in the ring with him as well. Tough dude, brother. Yeah, tough yeah. Dude. That's I'm glad I didn't because I'm not <laughs> a tough dude. Like uh, I, I slap my leg and stuff, guys. So you were talking be, about Brock going into aggression mode. I think Dan's there all the time. Yeah, yeah. He might. He kind of appears that way in his eyes. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a, It's like looking like at a leopard. You know what I, I mean? Like the leopard looks at you in a way where <laughs> it knows and you know too. If that cage wasn't there, bro, yeah. I would eat your liver through your anus. I was like, wait, what? Dan, Dan, what's Boy, the matter with you? What a way to start <laughs> just, that man. Just get me in a Kimura or something, you freak. <laughs> just punch me and then he <laughs> Just knock me out. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> continuing on from Raw 6898, Rockford, Illinois. You've got DX here. There's a clip of DX in NYC appears. Oh, yeah. I got a story about this, too. I don't know if you want to show it. Hey, so let me tell you what happened. That was amazing. Let me tell you what happened there. And this is a straight-up truth. We were four minutes light on a taping of Monday Night Raw. Okay. And so they literally called Hunter and said, Hey, if we send a crew with you guys, will you guys stay an extra day? We'll get your rooms and drive you around, buy your food, you know, take care of you. Um we stay an extra day and just give us some material we can piece together as a package. And so they put that, they filmed that and then they got it together for the next, for the next week, uh, airing. And, and we literally didn't have one person from creative with us. We didn't have anybody like it was us just walking and talking and, and having fun. And it's like, it's one of the most memorable times I've had as a wrestler in my life. And it had nothing to do with wrestling, Uh, but we literally, it was almost like we had carte blanche to do whatever we wanted to in New York City. And as you saw, even police officers didn't have a problem with it. You know yeah, what I mean? It so it was, it, was a, it was a great time. How uh, long do you think you were out there that day? A couple hours? Oh, hours? yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Six hours, probably. I mean, oh, we, yeah. went, we were around. And, and uh, in all honesty, I uh, bought some uh, illegal substances, some contraband from a person. And, and, I, and then I told X-Pac that I did it. And he said, well, you know, you got a microphone on, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so uh, I didn't curse there. I stopped before the T. Uh, but but I did curse then because I thought, like, great. Now everybody's going to know and want it and want to share it with me to share it with. Right. <laughs> not that I'm going to get fired. No. I'm not sharing. Oh God! Those, the way, those were the those you, were the good old days? Question mark. You won't say it, but you got a lot of the lines in on that too. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you were you were in charge there. Well, and so it wasn't in charge, but look, it kind of always was that way with me and Hunter. And I don't think it's in charge at all. I think it's just look, I'm out there. I'm a, I'm I'm a little more, uh, you know eager to jump in verbally and not and not scared to make an idiot of myself i guess is the truth <laughs> of it you know what i mean you just go out on a limb and and look i don't think kiddo is is known to be a talker and, and billy ain't either even though billy always got the short end of the stick because he didn't get a chance to talk uh he actually was pretty good at it um but yeah it was look it was it was me and hunter kind of thinking and going what if we said this what if we did this and so we just had fun man we just had a good time and that was a perfect uh perfect opportunity for me to sh say like that was really fun to me and I, i'll remember that forever like i think those guys will too and and uh it really had a little to do with wrestling more about hanging out with my my buddies and you know what i mean like we really didn't talk about SummerSlam that much <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were supposed to be selling it <laughs> no that was a it was a lot of just having fun the torch <laughs> the torch summed it up basically what we looked at but i just wanted to get this in i love at the end they said uh, the segment ended with the crowd yelling, suck it. Very good hip segment. You guys were hip, dog. Oh, yeah, thanks. Um, did you get recognized a lot? I know we saw some recognition, but was there more? Was it a lot of, yeah, hey, that's yeah. DX? Yeah. Well, look, New, New York is is a, is a wrestling city, no, no yeah. doubt about it. And we were all out there. Four big white guys walking around in, in DX shirt, shirts with with a huge woman in a purple bodysuit. You know what I mean? Like it was sure. we we drew the attention to begin with, and so yeah, it was like holy crap, those are those guys from TV. You know what I mean? So a lot of people knew suck it, but didn't know who we were. So it's you know, uh, it's universal, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Later, DX came to the ring into their usual very over catchphrases. They cut away from Road Dog crawling under Hunter and pointing at his crotch when Hunter said, suck it. Oh, well, why? Ross said, I wanted to make sure they knew, like, look, <laughs> it is very vague. You know what I mean? What is it? You were dabbling it in for him. I was just pointing, like, yeah. You were and they helping. didn't show it. Uh, Ross said, Next thing you know, they'll be doing Nike commercials. Um, <laughs> Does that even make sense to you? Like when I read that it, earlier, I, I thought know. like, okay, I guess. I don't know. Um, LOD with Sonny interrupted DX and came to the ring. Ross addressed Sonny's affiliation with LOD, saying he doesn't know the full story, but she brought them back together. LOD demanded a title shot. DOA came out and demanded a shot. What? And Sergeant Slaughter ordered a triple threat match. Slaughter? What's he doing out here? Uh, while we're here, dog, we haven't mentioned her much. Sonny, what was Sonny's situation at the time with the company? Do you know? I do not know. Uh, okay. I will say this on Sonny, and then we will move on. Um, right. I was friends with Sonny, like I was in Smoky Mountain. I, I met her. Uh, I knew her all through her, her times. I feel bad uh, for her now because I've been where she is, and it's hard to get off of that vicious uh you know merry-go-round um i started to watch the uh <clears throat> the uh vice tv thing the arts uh, out of the ring yeah yeah and and i couldn't watch it because i look i liked chris i saw chris uh i was working with chris closely like the last couple of days of his life and so i, I liked both of them to be quite honest with you and i knew what she had been through and what you know, I knew what she was about and, and I knew what he was about. And I, and I liked them both, to be quite honest with you. Um, 
I turned it off because I'm not watching that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Sometimes it's better not to know. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know. I could get off on a rant on why Vice is going out of business, but we won't. <laughs> well, you look. You already you already lived that trauma. I mean, for us, yeah, I did. I did that's human and nature. I, the peeking in, with, but for you, that was real with, life trauma. Yeah, I lived it with them. I lived yeah. it with myself. I, I I'm gonna tell you a true story right now, and I hope it ain't ill talking about it. me and Chris Chris Candino, first person I ever shot up Newbane with. You know what I mean? And it was a it was a drug, but it was. It was me and him do, do and 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 look. I hung out with Chris a lot. I loved him, and and I still do. And so I'm not going to watch people try to get ratings off of dragging his life through the mud and her life. Through, you know what I mean? Like she's done the well enough on her own, and he doesn't deserve it. Let's go back into the timeline then. New Age Outlaws retain WWF tag titles. Against LOD and DOA. <laughs> we beat both of them. The guys look so stupid now. Both of them. Gun <laughs> and Road Dog were tagged in to face each other, and Dog, Road Dog laid down for a gun pinfall. <laughs> Ross said the outlaws were smart. Hunter and Xbox stood on the stage and held up signs such as Suck It, Down Wear, and Where's Rocco. This is Down one of those where. finishes that makes a ton of sense, dog. It makes Who a came ton up of with sense. It? I'd love to say me. Please say you. Please. Okay, me. Okay. I don't know, so I mean, we could say me if you wanted to. But well, until somebody disputes you, it's but, you, right? Now, no, it seems to me like it was one of us, uh, even Hunter or Sean or you know what I mean. Like it was somebody spitballing, and it got sent up the up the up the flagpole. You know what I mean? And they were like, and it also depends on who so, who was selling it to to Vince. You know what I mean? Who's selling this finish? To, and it could have been Pat Patterson. I, I, this finish has Pat Patterson's name written all over it. And so, so it's it's totally could have been Sean. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd love to say it was me, man, but I just don't think it was. It's a great swerve. It's something you don't see much. It's, and it's awesome. And it's we're a young, hip team that's growing and, and gaining popularity. And it's a great way to get out of a title match. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't have to beat either team. You know, you don't Incredible. have to be LOD. LOD is big, over. and yeah, a, a DOA is huge. Twins, we don't beat anybody. We get one over on you. <laughs> and again, that's the babyface in this time and era. You know what sure. I mean? Is the one that cheats and get away with it, and then shoots them a bird as they run away. <laughs> uh, at the Dallas House Show in June, from the Torch. Uh, D-Generation X, Hunter X, Pac, and the Outlaws beat LOD 2000, and Drozdov and Vader. The DX intro was the most entertaining entertaining portion of the show. The fans chanted along word for word with first Road Dog's introduction of himself and Badass, then Hunter's mocking of Michael Buffer, altered for the occasion with, for the thousands in attendance and the millions not watching at home because this is not a televised event. <laughs> Boy, you guys are having a blast here. Well, I mean, it, it, well, it, look, it, for one thing, it is a live event. And I believe live events, and I still believe this is my philosophy today and my business strategy is have fun. Have fun. You could, there's, look, you're going to have to, you're going to wrestle. The bell's going to ring, and you're going to have to have a match, and it's going to ring again, and you got to get out of there because the next match is coming up. So, so have fun, and and th- and that way the people are are let in a little too. You know what I mean? Like, how do you because they want to they want to get in uh, so much sometimes that they just j- 
elbow their way in, you know what I mean? And it's not war warranted or wanted. Um, but if you let them in and you bring them in, then you got them. And, and, and I got them no matter who I face. I got them right now. You know what I mean? I've, I've grabbed a hold of every one of them, and they're on my team right now. And so now what do we do once the bell rings? And who gives a crap? <laughs> Wrestling. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, look, I, I love wrestling now. I watch wrestling uh, for the wrestling. And I don't know if that's fans smartening me up to, to enjoying the art of it or, or me uh, going through this renaissance transitional period where I was an old wrestler and stuck because I'm quasi-old. So I'm stuck like, no, you gotta, you gotta sell the super kick, you young whippersnapper. And so I'm in between all these things and I'm coming around to, man, like this, the, the, the wrestling is really good now. Like it, it was okay back then too, but it wasn't what it is today. That's for sure. The work rate, the, the moves, the athleticism, the risk, uh, the, the, yeah, just crazy now. So yeah, I find myself watching wrestling now to watch the wrestling. Uh, let's get into your wrestling match here after that big intro, a wild, wild match featuring crotch chops by Vader and a fine performance by X-Pac for the short time he was in the ring. Uh, China and Drozdov uh, hooked up for the finish. Vader and Hunter were in the ring while the other six were fighting outside. And Vader did the Vader bomb on the Hunter with the referee distracted. China got into the ring behind Vader and gave him the dreaded uppercut to the crotch. Oh, to the old safest way. <laughs> safest way. The old Pile Drive. <laughs> The safest quake. Yeah, that's a, hey, say safest quake to Nick Patrick. Will he get it? If he don't, I'm wrong. So. All right, if you are a fan <laughs> of ad-free shows, watch on the next safest, episode with Nick Patrick. I'm safest saying safest quake. Okay. Oh, what's the, there's another one. I'll spit out another one here in a minute. Okay. Nick Patrick. Uh, and then at the end, Hunter then gave Vader the pedigree and scored the pin. Dog, what a heel finish here. You've got China doing the uppercut to the crotch. <laughs> yeah. You guys are the most over baby faces on the roster after yeah. Austin. This is surreal. Like you've touched on before, this has got to be surreal from someone who grew up in the business. Like yeah. you said earlier, if you're telling people to suck it, like in your dad's era, you are oh my definitely God. the well, heel. You're going to get killed for one thing. You're also the bad guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. And now, and look, it's again, you're cheating. She snuck in and cheated, hit him in the scruples and then he did the pedigree on you. Like it's, it was totally a heel finish that everybody loved because we got away with it. The, yeah. the, the little smart ass guys got away with it. Double J Jeff Jarrett here to tell you a little bit about the nonstop savings happening over here at SaveWithConrad.com. Are high credit card balances holding you down on the card? If you're looking to give a guitar shot to your credit card debt or Give your home the push it deserves with some upgrades and remodeling. You need to go to SaveWithConrad.com. That's right, SaveWithConrad.com. Conrad and his team are routinely helping my world listeners save five, six, seven, even eight hundred dollars a month. Oh, did I mention you get to skip your next two house payments? Take a cue from the last outlaw, because if anybody knows how to get the bag, it's me. Strut on over to SaveWithConrad.com today and see how much money you can save for free. That's right, it's SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders, woo! 
Uh, why did uh, why did Vader you think never become the big monster everyone expected him to be in the WWF? I honestly think uh, it was time. Yeah. Time, uh, and when I say time, I just mean his time had passed, kind of. Like he was still a big bad monster, right. but he wasn't Vader fighting Stan Hansen. You know what yeah. I mean? That was a different man. Yeah. yeah, that was a different man. And and look. Ain't nobody beat Father Time yet. You know what I mean? So that was, there was a lot of guys like that. I think Phil LaFon, I think Doug Furness, who I kind of broke in early on in Smoky Mountain with, and, and uh, not Smoky Mountain, uh, I think it was USA Wrestling in Knoxville. Uh, but, but just knew Doug all my life. But, but like it was opportunities that these guys went to Japan, went all over the world, and kind of made names for themselves in the industry. What they didn't do was make names for themselves on, uh, domestic television you know what i'm saying so so i i don't think they were wasted years at all as as far as your career goes because they were making money and making yeah. a name for themselves in japan uh and then when they got to the wwe wwf at the time it it was just too late you know what i mean like and that's that's nobody's fault that's nobody's yeah. that's not lack of effort on anybody's fault um but it's you know you're 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 on the downs slope and like i'll never forget i thought vader was the baddest dude in the world why i was so scared of him when whenever we got in the ring together you know first couple of times i was terrified and and it's because i watched him come out i watched him put those horns down on this thing i watched him back up and wow and the smoke fly out of that thing and everybody in the crowd freak out and and then he went out there and he beat people up man and it was a man so cool I don't know the timing, so apologize for asking the question. Just my yeah. naivete and ignorance. Yeah. Um, you but speak French prettier than a twelve-dollar hooker. Aldri V and what is it? Cefescu? What did you say? Cefescu. What was the other one? Nick would say. Where were you, Where were you when Orndorff and Vader fought? Um, were you there? I was at. <laughs> funny story. I was at. Uh, Rick Steiner's house uh, oh. with, with Jeff Jarrett and I think Nick uh, or who, somebody called Nick was there yeah Nick was there Nick told the story Scotty, Scotty called Scotty called Rick uh, okay. and me and Jeff were at Rick's house long story we had and just we said had holy crap trashed a car yeah we all were like what what happened but, but, but look Paul Orndorff was a man's man sure and never nothing but you know what I mean like it was it wasn't surprising that Paul beat him up. It was just surprising, really, that a guy in the office beat up one of the guys. It happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that they that they went that it went down. I, I honestly, my dad was like, "Yeah, but Paul Orndorff was a real deal." You know what I mean? Like he was a oh, bad man. dude. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, especially for people my age, man. He, I mean, you talk about less design a wrestler. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the guy you look at. Yeah, Paul. I mean, Orndorf, he just looked man. perfect, man. Well, I mean, think amazing. about it. There's a reason he was there, next standing next to, you know, uh, Mr. T and all this. You know what I mean? He was right there in it all yeah. because, because he was the best heel. He was a he was a monster. Incredible, uh, dog. As we continue, let's take a brief second to say hello to our friends at A G. One, buddy. Ooh. They are good friends of the Oh You Didn't Know podcast. They want to take care of me and you, dog. They do. And they I'm happy about that. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, their mission is to empower people to take ownership of their health with a simple daily foundational nutrition habit. And that's what makes AG1 easy. That's what I love about it, dog. Yeah. Is it's easy, it's simple, it's quick, not a lot of movement. We got our thing, boom, we put it. By the way, we got Sometimes the AG1 I get shaker. worn out. Sometimes I get worn out shaking that thing. Because look, Listen, you have to shake it, it like it's. You it's got it, and boom, you're ready to go. I drink it straight out of the shaker. She's pouring it into the cup, but I drink it. Yeah, hey, now she's got to wash two things. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I drink it straight out of there. <laughs> AG1. She and looks you, like she's having fun. That was the key. Did you see her face? It didn't, yeah, she was it happy. It wasn't cringy. It tastes good. It's yeah. tropical flavored. It's ready to go. Yeah, and that's what I look like. You said it's what I love about it too is the convenience. It's it's one scoop and it's everything you need. Go and I've said this before to GNC and price everything that's in there, and then tell me how much that costs, and then Whew. you're about to tell them how much uh, AG1 costs and what all you get uh, when you sign. Less up. than three dollars a day. How's yeah. that? Yeah, that's 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 the half price on your coffee, uh, but only good for your stomach. But it's just like the coffee. You take that thing in the morning, buddy, you feel unstoppable and ready yeah. to stink and go. Gives that body the nutrition it craves. And that's why their science-driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, and whole food source nutrients take care of you. And AG1 is raising the standard for quality in the supplement category, dog. Yeah. I said that probiotics, that's a fancy word. For what you love to brag about, yeah. that gut health. Buddy. Yeah, well, it's from the inside out. You know what I mean? And that's the truth. And it's, look, I have to go to the gym and work out to, to look better, but I can just drink this one scoop of good tasting stuff one time a day, and I feel better all day. And I'm already I take setting you up ready for the a, day. HQPs, dog, HQPs, high-quality poops. And uh, and that's, <laughs> I believe in gut health, man, and, and I, I've read a lot about it, and this this gives me what I need uh, to, to satisfy me as far as feeling good about taking care of my own. And it said like that, like take, take charge of your own health, man. I don't know if you've been to the doctor lately, but I, I want to take every preemptive strike I can uh, and an apple a day just ain't cutting it no more. But AG1 is. And so if you ain't down with that, I got two words for No, sorry. Go ahead with the AG1 tagline. AG1. But here's the deal. You talked about it earlier, dog. So I wanted to make sure everybody understands. When dog says... Go to your local supplement store, your vitamin store, whatever that is. If you wanted to go out and get everything that's in AG1, you better get 75. <laughs> that's what it's in there yeah. in one scoop. 75 high-quality ingredients. Don't get the cheap stuff. No. Get the high-quality stuff and put that all together. You're not walking out of there for under $3 a day, brother. No. You're taking out a mortgage payment is what you're doing. <laughs> but right here with AG1 that you're going to get those daily nutrients. It's supporting your energy, your gut health, yep. your focus, your strength, your clarity. It's right there. This Everything that Uncle John needs. Yes. One scoop a day. This one little tiny step can make huge benefits yep. in your life. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash D-O-G-G. That's drinkag1.com slash D-O-G-G. And check it out 
now, and we appreciate AG1 for being a proud sponsor of Oh, who didn't know? Thank you, AG1. AG1, right, dog. thank you. From the next night in San Antonio, you guys. Are we are, not even at the match yet? We're getting close. God, uh, the next night in San Antonio, <laughs> you guys are all over the show. You thought you were wet before. <laughs> I know what you're laughing at. By the way, I you were wet before. By the way, I had one of these. They would get you super soaked. Hey, they'll get you. I'll get you. They'll get you. We hit hit everybody. Everybody So they hit that segment, dog, and then they came back with DX dropping knowledge. How about that? This would be interesting. I was svelte. I was long and lean. That Every young man's snug. dream. <laughs> oh no! I Man, was that's at, I was, like a lot of fun, by the way. Yeah, we did it just to have fun. I mean, some of it's corny, but some of it's forny. You know what I you mean? Can, I, I feel like corny, now I don't know if I did then, but now looking at, it, I'm like, they were trying to pop each other. That was all oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent trying to pop each other. That was, I mean, that was nobody wrote that stuff. They were like, "Hey, yeah. we're gonna put you guys in this room." That's why I always say, like Russo wrote us into scenarios, and we acted our way out of them. And so that's another example of that. Now, whether that was good or not, it can be debated. But uh, but it was on TV, so suck it. Here's the match, Violet, because you guys are all over this night. You've got two. Wait, segments. is this so? Is what is this on? This uh, is King of the Ring, the show? It, no, you're you're in San Antonio just doing a show. Are we not even talking about King of the Ring? Not yet. We're we're in. Wow. Well, are we is it an eight week build? We're, like we're what are we doing to, here? We're about to speed up here. <laughs> are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, we're getting ready. King of the Ring first round. Are you ready? Yeah, heck yeah. Okay. King of the Ring first round. Triple H beat Xbox via countout 514. Uh, China threw a groggy Xbox back into the ring at one point, but showed objectively by throwing Hunter back into the ring a few minutes mm-hmm. later. In the end, Rocky interrupted over the house mic from the upper deck. Meanwhile, Owen Hart crotched Xbox on the railing uh, ringside. Hunter almost got counted out as he checked on Xbox, but in the scene. Out of a war movie, Xbox yelled at Hunter to get in the ring. Go on without me. Leave him at ringside so they both don't get eliminated. Oh, that's that's another great finish. I think, like I read read that in the notes, I didn't remember it. I think that's awesome. Like, how do you do that? Like, we got to fight each other. Yeah. but we're in the thing. What do we do here? How do how would we get out of this? You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to compete with you, but he says, "Go on without me." Yeah, leave me behind. <laughs> uh, oh, that's great. Owen Hart and Mark Henry fought Ken Shamrock and Dan Severn to a no contest at 4:37. Hunter and the Outlaws attacked Owen and Henry as DX and the Nation fought in the aisle. Vader ran out and attacked Henry. A brawl Ooh. broke out in the outway with everybody fighting everybody first off mark henry invader is a lot of meat that's meat that's just right meat there. slapping meat that's uh biggie would love that one uh mark henry is still early on in the learning process at this time but how was it working with him back then oh he was good I, look he was a young big huge guy that would uh hit you really hard sometimes by accident because he didn't know realize how strong he was and, and how 
how to work just yet. You know what I mean? So I feel like he was learning a lot uh, on the fly here. And so, look, Mark, I don't think uh, Mark ever took that too lightly, too, that we, we were in there training with him. You know what I mean? And so, so uh, yeah, he was fine. Look, he'd knock you loopy sometimes, but it wasn't, he didn't mean to. He never meant to. Uh, Kane and Mankind eliminated Terry Funk and Two Cold Scorpio at 836 to win a Tag Team Royal Rumble to become number one contenders to the New Age Outlaws Tag Team titles. Teams mm. entered every 30 seconds. We don't see these much mm -hmm. uh, nowadays. LOD 2000, Kane and Mankind, Midnight Express, Headbangers, DOA, Kurgan and Golga. Yeah. Too much. Farouk and Steve Blackman. Taka and Bradshaw and Funk and Scorpio, dog. Yeah. Now, let me skip ahead. This match will take place after King of the Ring, but Kane and Mankind, that is quite a tag team at this time, brother. Man, what a, uh, yeah, I'd love to, it'd be, that to, for me, that's the Bludgeon Brothers. You know what I mean? For me, yeah. that was the, how do you, if you give them the titles, how do you get off of them? And, and back then, um, I feel like we were a lot looser with the rules, and so we could have got it off of them easy. Back then, we'd have just had seven people run in and a light a fire over there, and a car would crash over here, and then you just irate the referee and pin them <laughs> one, two, three. And you go like, oh, that's, that seems perfectly logical and legal. Uh, but, but Bludgeon Brothers, we were going like, oh, yes, tag, make the tag official, and you can't double team them, and you can't. There's a little trick going on. A little trickier. Um, you'd wrestle the headbangers on a shotgun on the same show. First of all, two questions. One for uh, listeners that maybe don't know what that term is. Tell us about what working shotgun means. Um, I don't even know what he's talking about there. I think cool. shotgun is a show, right? Shot shotgun was a show, I think. Or maybe he means working twice or uh yeah, I think shotgun was a show that we did. So I may have to work twice or work shotgun and then raw. Yeah, yeah, a shotgun, shotgun, Saturday yeah night. shotgun Saturday night. That's what it was. I couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah, so I'm not sure we may have to work twice or something. Did you ever go, what are we doing on shotgun? Or, or is it just, hey, we're doing what we're told? Yeah, well, we were doing what we were told, but we were also new to this. You, I mean, we talked about it in the archives, and, and I, I, I beg some of you to go back and listen to them because it's really dumbfounding to me to realize how bright, uh, but short-lived the comet uh, of DX was, you know what I yeah. mean? So it, it really, this is, we're still brand new. And so, and, but we're hot and, and it wasn't Hunter and DX on shotgun. It was the outlaws, you know what I mean? So it was the outlaws that you, you heard it in, in uh, the star or the torch or the inquire, whoever we read out of uh, said they only reacted to Hunter as a star. Because so far, that's who was the star on there with, right. with Sean and getting all the TV time. We had just joined them. Hunter, or kid had just come back. You know what I mean? Now we're, what are we doing here? So, um, no, we were having fun, man. There's also a tease of Southern Justice and Tennessee Lee watching oh, yeah. the match. Yes. What did you think of the rechristened Southern Justice? I, I loved the, the idea. I loved the two I love the people. I love the all three of the individuals we're talking about right now. Um, so I would have wouldn't have cared what they called them. You know what I mean? Uh, but but yeah, I was just happy they were gonna get back in there and 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 be working because I thought great we can have another tag team to work with. You know what I mean? Uh, any fun stories while we're here? Robert Fuller, aka Tennessee Lee, uh, oh, the Colonel Lord. Robert Parker, buddy. <laughs> you have any fun stories about him? No. 
not, not none. I'm telling them. Hey, but you do I, have I, stories. Oh, they're just not all coming to light, my friend. Long stories, uh, long, long stories, and and uh, yeah, well, I'll tell them to you later. But I ain't telling you nothing now. Great guy, great, great person. Uh, Legend, big yeah, guy. Hey, Tennessee stud. Really brother. good friend of my father. When my father and him were peers. Like me and Billy were, like me and Jeff are, like me, you know what I mean? Like me and Kid. Just cool relationship with people that you've had intricate relationships with in this industry. My dad and, and Robert Fuller quit uh, promotions together and went to be champions at another promotion. And they, so they, they, they were tag team friends uh or they were tag team champions all over the South and they were, and they were real friends, you know what I mean? So I, I've, I've known him since I was in the fifth grade. And that's, that's the wow. truth. I've known him since I was in the fifth grade and saw him not too terribly long ago. Uh, and he still looks great and still is just as funny as ever. And you know what I mean? He's just, he's just great. And of course, uh, Tex and, and uh, Shanghai, or uh, I call him Tex and Shanghai, Mark, Mark and, and Phineas or Hog and Pig or whoever you, <laughs> whoever you want to call them. Uh, I don't know, man. They were just great guys. I live, I've spent some time living with them in Atlanta and, and spent all me and Tex, Midian, uh, lived together in Memphis, working in the Memphis Territory. So, yeah, I love those guys. And I thought, man, if they can get up and running, we can have a feud with them, you know? If I'm not mistaken, you saw them when we went uh, to Dallas. Yes. Yes. And it was fun. That was the first time I'd ever seen y'all interact besides on television. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, buddy, y'all... You could tell y'all boys look like it. Nothing, no time had passed. A lot of laughing, a lot yeah. of inside jokes, a lot yes. of everything. It was just, it was yeah, super fun as a fan. Me is only seeing you on television and then seeing that, I was like, those are some dudes right there. They've seen some things yeah. together. And we, uh, yes, we, yes, we have. <laughs> and, uh, and man, and, and beat each other up. And, and we, we've just had a good time our whole lives, man. I love those two guys. All right, next up, Rolf from Austin is taped, and you would lose to Kane. Oh, son of a beasting. He would eat you up. The only offensive move was a top row clothesline, and he didn't even sell it for you, dog. Do you have any issues with a match like this? Do you have any issues with Kane at, at not, this time? Not, not with Kane. You know what I mean? It's anybody else, I would be like, okay, like you're really not going to give me anything. But I think this works with with a guy like Kane. Kane's I think the big it also monster. I think, yeah, and I think it also works in the story, like. Oh, the outlaws can't beat these guys. You know what I mean? Like you saw what Kane did to half of them. You know what I mean? So I think there's, I think there's reasoning behind it. I think stuff like that, uh, when when it's, when there's a reason for it, it, it makes it mean so much more. Well, let's talk about this interesting part of the timeline for you. You work a one-off for Power Pro Wrestling Ooh. right before King of the Ring, which you don't even have a match announced for. And you put over Brian Christopher on the show in Memphis, dog. Yeah. We haven't talked a lot about Brian Christopher. What can you tell us about the King's late son? I loved him. I loved him like he was my brother. And uh, because he was like my brother. And we were both crazy and we were both drug addicts. And we both lived life to the fullest. And, and uh, you know, gone too soon. Another one of my friends gone too soon. And, and, and I haven't lost a bunch of them that close. Uh, because me and Brian were close. Me and Brian were like brothers to where we would almost fight after matches and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that passionate with what we're talking about. And, and it was just, 
it was, we were just the same, I think. We were cut from the same cloth. And so, yeah, re really, really loved. I mean, you guys have a lot in common. You're in the business. Your, your yeah. dads are in the business. You're coming yeah, on. Now just, you're making your own name for yourself. And, and his dad and my dad made money together too. You know what I mean yeah. in this business. And and actually Brian and I drew money. It was the first time I ever realized. Oh wait, the the story on top is what draws the money, and then it matters <laughs> if that's the. I started learning that stuff. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I didn't know none of that. I didn't. I didn't. I grew up around wrestling, but it was around wrestling when you didn't take your kids to wrestling, and you yeah. dang, and we, I wasn't even smart till I was like twelve years old. And by smart, I just mean I knew wrestling wasn't real. You know what I mean? Like I, but I was twelve or thirteen when I when I found that out. You know what I mean? So my dad kept us at arm's distance a lot. So I didn't know the intricacies or the inner workings of the business side of it. Um, I just knew what I loved about the athletic side of it. You know what I mean? The, the actual in-ring performance side of it. Um, so yeah, so Brian and I had some, had some USWA title stories and down there and went to a cage match in Nashville. And we were, it was, it was up from two months before. And it was just like, cool. Like, Oh man, we did it. You know what I mean? We, we brought them, we brought some people out here to see us. It felt well, good. As a fan, he was such entertaining to watch. He had incredible charisma, man. Yeah. Whenever he's on screen, you just go, I got to watch this guy. I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah. He's going to make me laugh. He's going to put on a hell of a show in the ring. We're just going to have a good time for just a, a few minutes. So, uh, and I, yeah, like yeah. Lord, Lord only knows what happened uh, behind closed doors. But, gone too but, man, soon, like you yeah, said. Yeah, gone bro. too soon. That's for sure. Let's keep it going. Uh, Steve Austin and Undertaker are both hurting a lot going into the pay-per-view because uh, of their injuries. They have to cancel two house shows in Oklahoma City and Tulsa and even a show in Boston. When shows are canceled, especially with two big guys like that, you talked about, you know, guys at the top of the card making the money. Yeah. Uh, but, dog, when shows are canceled like that, how does that affect you personally? Travel's different. Yeah. Is pay different? What's changes for you? Well, I, and so, yeah, the pay would be, you know, it, it's it's very different now how it, how it all works now. But back in the day, it's very, uh, I, we would have got paid a lot of money for those. Now, I don't know if they're talking about the shows got canceled or if the talent had to cancel from individual shows. I'm not sure which he's reporting from. Um, but it would they have can't, meant. They canceled actual the whole show. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I yeah, it would have affected my, my payday. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would I was getting a downside guarantee, so I knew I was going to make at least this. Uh, but as we work these big venues of Boston, uh, you know what I mean? So, some of those venues you mentioned would have been a really good payday for me. Yeah, so, Oklahoma so, City, Tulsa, and Boston. Those are Yeah, well, well Oklahoma City would have been better than Tulsa probably, but Boston would have been better than both of them. <laughs> Are you mad or you or is it almost uh, I no, can take a day off? I'm heck, good. Yeah, I'll I can take on. a day, yeah. I can take a day off. Go. I never seen this much money in my life <laughs> and uh, or this much cocaine. And so <laughs> let's go. Uh, when you're not announced for the show in Pittsburgh uh, after that, do you take this ever as a personal insult or was Hey, booking is booking and I just keep rolling with the punches. Yeah, I just roll with the punches. And, and look, I I would love and this, this was just me, and I see people now that are successful, and it's the opposite of, of what I did. But, like, I would have loved to get to the building and find out I wasn't going to be on. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the truth. Yeah. That's the truth. That's where it might still be that way today, only I would do more constructive things with the time off I had acquired. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, and I just said, you know what I mean again for the 14,000th time. <laughs>
But we do know what you mean. <laughs> well, if you don't, just tell me. Uh, well, at the show, you're not announced, but at the show, you do wrestle. And you what? team with Billy Gunn to defeat the new Midnight Express again. They were holding the NWA World Tag Team titles, but they weren't the same tag titles you grew up watching, right? Oh, different. A little different. Was it a big deal to be the WWF Tag Team Champions and working with the NWA Tag Team Champions? Because... I mean, you look at that on paper, it sounds like a big deal. Yeah, but it wasn't. And I'll, I'll tell Just you why, because it, it, it was the wrong time to be doing something like that. And it wasn't fair to the wrestling traditionalist of, of the heavenly Midnight Express bodies or whatever, whoever they were at the time. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? So it was just like it, it, wasn't, it wasn't fair. And I don't mean that in any cocky way. I just mean we were hot and in charge and they were doing an act taken from 20 yeah. years prior. You know what I mean? Different so it was, it was, era. it was totally. And it, and so it wasn't, so it wasn't like, Oh, we're going to win the NWA belts. You know what I mean? Like we didn't think like, what if we put, they put those titles on us too. Right. I don't know. Uh, here's what it says. It says they did acknowledge Billy and Bart's former incarnation as wrestling brothers match was fairly solid, solid athletically, but the fans didn't care. Only pop was when Billy told Bart to suck it. Later, Holly knocked out a knockdown Billy and told him not only to suck it, but also said F you, but nobody reacted to that. <sighs> Outlaws worked as the faces, and um, uh, the jams took punishment and hot tag Billy. Yeah, imagine that. Uh, who, even in, <laughs> who even in his new incarnation as a star still hasn't learned to throw a decent-looking punch. Jim Cornette hit Billy with one of the NWA tag belts, but of course Billy kicked out. As everyone knows, a secondary tag title belt <laughs> can't knock anyone out. That's hilarious. Uh, Cornette ran in Is to it? do the same. <laughs> Cornette ran in to do the same spot a second time, but Billy got up and China, as Cornette stalled, came from behind and gave Cornette a low blow. Oh. Both outlaws then gave Bob Holly a double hot shot, and Billy pinned him. One and a half stars Ooh, here. Moving on uh, up. I think last uh, one was one and a third. How great, by the way, is Corny getting a low blow from China? Oh, well, I mean, just you could have stopped it. How great is Corny? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's uh, I mean, you, you watch some of that old stuff with Cornette, and he's he's too good. You know what I mean? Too, his his That came out wrong. His mouth is too good. Um, you know what I meant. Dog, history is made later on the card. Uh, and by that, we'll get into it, but it's the infamous Mankind and Undertaker Hell in a Cell match. Oh. Did you have any idea what was going on to happen later that night? Did you pay no. attention after the show after you were done? Did you no. watch it live? Uh, yeah, I watched it. I was in the arena. Yeah, I watched it. Um, but holy mackerel, no, I didn't know. Didn't know that was going to happen. Um, scared to death always have been for of that kind of stuff like it scares me for them you know oh. if they're not if they're not scared i am um so i yeah yeah just terrifying stuff but he, he was alive you know what i mean he came out of there and he was alive and you go like okay okay so i don't know why he did that but, <laughs> <laughs> but that just happened uh well it's one of those things we've all seen it a million times by now every time i still seen it i'm nervous you know yeah. what i mean it's like yeah what are we doing right here? We're not. We're not sure. No, uh, we're not sure. <laughs> um, do you remember that moment when you saw him thrown off the cage? What'd you think? 
Uh, yeah, just I just thought, I thought he was going to be hurt for, yeah. for real. You know what I mean? I knew they had talked it through and the table was this and that and the other thing. And, and I just thought like, okay, well, he hit. He kind of hit like he was supposed to hit, but he also didn't hit like he was supposed to hit. So it's, yeah. and how are you supposed to hit? Yeah, from falling three, out with a from chair. three floors <laughs> up, three stories high, diving off the third story of the Hyatt Regency. Double into... T-shirts, everybody at the PC. <laughs> Good night, Irene. Um, did you check on them afterwards? What yes. happens? What do you remember afterwards? Yeah, and I think this was the one where there was like tacks through his in his. Oh yeah, in his nose from his mouth. Like, how did that happen? The whole deal. Oh yeah, in his nose, the whole deal. Crazy, 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 man. I'm, I'm so glad that he's here today and functioning and and sharp as a tack. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just incredible to see what the what the human life, the human body will go through and the will to live. uh, How strong it is, man. Because he's he's remarkable. As you look back on it now and think about your feelings, dog, this has got to be one of the hottest the business was, as you could ever remember, right? I mean, yeah. everything is going perfect here. Everything. And I, you, you uh, just to prove that we're all, uh, we don't have a life and we're all nerd, wrestling nerds too. We all <laughs> talked about, uh, <laughs> we all talked about this live event that you screenshot and shared with uh, me and our producer, Dom. And, Incredible. And it was like, it was like me versus Billy Gunn or something. And it was I forget what building. Oh, it was the Gund Arena. Cleveland, in, yeah. In Cleveland, yeah, in the Gund Arena. And, and there was 15,000 people in there, and it was just a house show. It was you know just I mean? a house show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the and, way, Stone Cold and Taker are going at a house show. Yeah, that was the main event, right? Whoa. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was like that, man. It really was. Like, Billy would go out there, and we'd just look out. We'd, watch, we'd always watch the first and second match together. We would just kind of be out there with our gear on or whatever, but kind of not really ready to go, but half-assed, you know, and watch the first couple matches and see what people were buying. You know what I mean? Or people, people want to see shoot, headlock, take over, tackle, drop down. You know what I mean? Do they want to see the wrestling or do they want to see me go to lock up and stop and get a microphone and go, hey, suck it or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, do they want to, what are they buying? Do they want the ha-ha? Do they want the, the physicality what do they want and so we would we would know how to structure our match after the first or second match and go okay this will work so we'll leave that we can take that part out whatever and so uh billy would look and he'd go is that empty seat right up there <laughs> like i don't know billy are you bitching about one empty seat <laughs> in the gund arena like <laughs> fifteen thousand seats are filled yeah. but that one bothers you um but he would he would like yeah i'm not going out he would, he would turn and walk away. He was always such a jerk. Bless uh, his heart. He was a big jerk, too. He's not that way no more. As we get to fan questions, all we got some good ones. Make sure you interact with us. If you have a question about this or maybe one of our other upcoming comments, uh, topics, be sure to comment in the YouTube comment section. Hey, we comment in that YouTube that. section, like he said. Yeah. Why Let's get you listen to, to him? Let's get to some fan questions. First off, Yambag Jones. Oh, Yambag's coming back around. He said, Dog, how many zeros would have to be on that paycheck for Dog to even entertain the idea of falling off that cell like mankind did? I wouldn't do it. 
That's even a, in, that's even not, in your most prime, never. N- not in my most prime ever, and there wouldn't be enough money to do it. And that's just me being chicken, I guess. I, I don't, and I don't care if you call me that. You know, like I'm not, <laughs> it's not like I'm going to lose sleep tonight. Uh, but that's just not something I, I would do. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm Man, when I, again, I've seen it a million times. You see them crawling across that fence. Oh yeah. And the the zip ties are start popping, and you're like, oh. My gosh, here we yeah, go. Here comes uh, bad stuff is about on the premise. Yeah. Uh, Which one Rock- was this? Was this the one he went through the thing, or did he go off yeah, through the and table? And the chair fell on him. Oh, so this is when he went through the top of the cell. Yeah. To the. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking both about- of them. That was all the same. Oh, okay. Okay. My bad. That's My how bad. insane it is. It yeah. both happened that night. Oh my. He God. went off. Remember they put him on the yeah, stretcher yeah. for a little bit. He's oh, and he came. And he came back. He's oh, got his God. teeth knocked out. He's he don't know where he's at. Terry Funk came out to check <laughs> on him. It's chaos. I do remember all that now. Oh my God! I didn't. Him. I thought those were two separate bumps. No, two separate. Two separate oh bumps for the same night. That's Bless how insane heart. that night was. Yeah. Uh, pretty incredible. What did uh, Terry can, say when he came out? He's got a, Are you <laughs> dead, pal? Hey Mick, how's your back? How's your back, Aureliac? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to alarm you, but you got a tooth in your nose. What, a, what are your teeth is in your nose? I don't know why I turned into Cactus Jack. My teeth was on my nose. <laughs> okay. Uh, KJ Roscoe hit us up. KJ. At You Didn't Know Pod, at Brian R.D. James, at The Casio Kid. He said, dog, there are a lot of managers or people in your corner at this pay-per-view. I think they're called valets. Who's your favorite personality? Tennessee Lee, Head, China, Jim Cornette, Paul Bearer. I tell you what, well, China's my personal fave, of course, but but uh, Paul Bearer would come in close second. Strong. Uh, human being. What a human being. And he wanted to know also if Cassio would have been in Rock's corner, would he have beat Ken Shamrock? I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah. an obvious. I'm that's a no-brainer. I'm pretty sure I would have been the deciding factor. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a, like I said, no-brainer. Um, real thick shady, the oh. author. He's thick shady and he's the thick shady. I don't know. Are you other thick shadies are just being shady? I'm just six and 80. He said, dream hell in the cell. The outlaws versus who? We already said you don't even want to be in a hell in a cell. No, why? It's hard. You're not climbing up the there. Ra- the rain's all hard already. Woo! Then they put a cage around it. So let me think about that. You know who I would like to do, though, um, for, for real? Probably the Usos or New Day. And only from, yeah, and only from seeing those guys have hell in a cell tag matches and seeing the ingenuity and the creativity that they laid out, I would just love to try to do that. Because, look, ain't nobody... And I ain't out wrestling nobody, that's for dang sure. So how can I how can I knock him out with some cool crap? Uh, John Wright wants to know, when you think back about that night, was there a vibe in the arena before Hell in a Cell, normal atmosphere, mm. or was there a different feeling in the air? You know what? Pay-per-views were always a different feeling, and, and they really were. Like, it was it was everybody got – the pay-per-views was where it was for real. Like, it was like, hey, don't do that on TV. Save that for the pay-per-view. You know what I mean? Like, it was it was stuff that was, then it was looked at differently. Now it's kind of morphed into 
it's just another show. And so you do, and truth be told, you want to do your great stuff on TV now because the TV you know, rights are so expensive and so uh, such a prominent part of our revenue. And so you don't want to share, or you don't want to, uh, you don't want to uh, not do all your crap. You want to do all, sorry, I'm cluster grabbed here. You want to do all your good crap all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Because now uh, there's just a lot of shows every year. And back then it used to be, we were just getting to these, more than just the five, the big five, we started doing, okay, now we're doing in your houses and now we're doing whatever. Yeah. So it got weird. Um, Mad Dad wants to know, Mad underscore Dad. Oh, Mad Dad. We met him before. He says, that you didn't know, Pod, at Brian R.D. James, at the Casio Kid. Dog, what was the sickest bump you ever took? And we ain't talking about off Rusty Keys from the day's end at 2 a.m. Oh, you didn't know? I did a lot of those, though. Can we just <laughs> say that up front? Can we cover that or no? Okay. Um, a lot of those. and uh, Sickest bump. So the sickest bump I ever took was not by, it was totally by accident, and it was on the uh, Insane Clown Posse uh, show. What were they called? The Juggalo? The Gathering of the Juggalo. The Juggalos. Gathering. The Gathering. Yes. I showed up a little late and really messed up, and I, my match was literally in the ring. I got dressed. I walked to the ring. I popped up on the thing, and Davari, Sean Davari, hit me with a drop kick. I took a bump down, and as I took a bump down, I fell down another like eight feet uh, because the ring was on a huge stage, and I didn't know it. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and I came up, and I, I was okay. I didn't get hurt, but I literally could not get back up on the stage <laughs> that I fell off of because it was too high. Like, I couldn't get back up on there. So, oh, it was crazy. Um, I still have scars. I still have scars to, to, for that one, too. What? Um, scars where? What'd you hit? Elbow? Oh, my head? shin. I hit my Everything. shin. My shin just peeled all the way down. Like, it oh. must have my... Uh, it got me right at my kick pad and peeled my kick pad right down oh. the, the like wood or whatever it was at the stage and just flat like like filleted my uh my shin bone um Woo. yeah my dad was there too i was really proud i bet uh, he was proud he's hugely proud <laughs> he's like that's my, that's my baby boy <laughs> you're also you're also uh surrounded by a bunch of guys in clown makeup yeah there yeah. were a lot of drugs a lot of stuff a lot on. of drugs there um dog in the next yes. uh, few months, we're going to talk about the rest of 1998, but here's Ooh. the best part, dog. Next week, we're going to be talking to a friend of ours, one of our favorites, Who? the Blue Meanie. Oh, Meanie, Meanie, you deserve it. I don't I don't know, but he does, and What does yes. he deserve? To be and on our, our show? Our, all of our it? adulation. Well, let's get with it, man. I'm excited to talk Me to him. Too. He is always fun, no matter yeah. what is going on. So we and they call him, uh, he worked in Puerto Rico as Gaseous Clay. <laughs> it's not true. No, not true at all, but farts a lot. That's where, that I, was, that's where I was going. Very true. Told my like wife. The, Gaseous Clay. Yeah. <laughs> I should stop talking, right? But I told my wife about him stopping the concert. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you should stop. Okay. okay. We're going to have a blast next week with Blue yes. He has got us ready to go, and I can't wait to talk to the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Amen. The head of BWO to me, Blue Meanie, always fun. Guys, 
Check it out. We're less than two weeks away from Top Guy Weekend 2023 in Huntsville. Wish you could be there, dog. I know you've got prior engagement, but there's still a way for you to be a part of it. Become an annual Top Guy member today, and you can join us in Huntsville June 23rd through the 25th. Sign up now, become an annual Top Guy member, and you get that exclusive invite down to Top Guy Weekend in Huntsville. Coming up June 23rd. Yep, coming up soon. And, man, what a, what a, I mean, get, of course you could join us there and have a great time. And I said us, and I just meant ads free family. But, but like, all, what a value just the ad, ads free yeah. uh, deal is. You know what I mean? Like, just so, so many excuse me so many great podcasts and and by that i mean like so many interesting characters from the wrestling world are all right here under this umbrella and so Incredible. i don't know super cool yeah, yeah, yeah super cool uh also before we get out of here if your business targets 25 to 50 year old men there's no better place to advertise than right here with us on oh you didn't know you've heard us do ads for some of the same companies for years why is that? Because it works. Because it works, you silly jerks. Send us your stuff and let us put it to work. Super Sorry. targeted audience, very little ways. Go to advertisewithdog.com. No event too big or too small, no product too big. If you are an established product, if you're a brand new product trying to hit market, whatever the case may be, go to advertisewithdog, advertisewithdogg.com, and find out more about advertising with us over here on OU didn't know before we wrap up we've got a couple segments we always like to get to dog we've got top dog and we've got our thankful minute are you ready dog oh for top dog top dog always gets me top dog on me lately we give you three names you tell us if you are a better sports entertainer than these sports entertainers are you ready i am ready Number one, pizza rolls are ready. Number one, top dog, are you a better sports entertainer <laughs> than Sting? Uh, no. Ooh. So, this is a close one. Can I say, can I be honest? You can do whatever you want. Yes. Okay. I'm taking, I'm retracting my, my first uh, no. But I, you wavered. I wavered, and and I did it because I'm a better sports entertainer than Sting. Facts are facts. That's, that's all. That's all. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna all say right. that, and I want to say it like that just to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> <laughs> I love you for that. Because too. because look, I, I do. I to, Is he a bigger star than me? A billion times. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's debatable, and if you don't bet on yourself, who are you going to bet on? Am I there right? you go. Uh, are you a better sports entertainer than Shaq? Oh, yes. He sucks. <laughs> I mean, he's a decent ball player, right? Yeah, sure. Unstoppable. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh Yes, but I'm a better wrestler. I hope I'm a better wrestler than Shaq. <laughs> if uh, I'm not, then I'm then I am uh, worse off than I thought. Yeah, we're talking about sports entertaining in the wrestling yeah. business. Yeah, he we was, ain't talking about rebounds. Yeah, and we're not talking about you know the desk at TNT where he's a in, sports and entertainer. You're talking about the wrestling world 
sports entertainer, Road Dog is better. Yeah, you got to get very specific <laughs> to yeah, make sure yeah. that me being better. I don't want better. him to club us to death. No. Hey, look, I've worked with Shaq a couple of times for Manias and stuff. Great, great guy, for real. And I think he's very entertaining, uh, quick-witted, funny, the whole deal. Like, he's a, he's a great dude. But I'm a better wrestler than him. I got one of them applause there. Let's, uh, let's see. Are you ready? Yep. Are you a better sports entertainer than Andy Kaufman? No. Woo! He was the master. Man. He was the master. Well, he was committed. I can tell you that much. That man was Probably should have been, but uh, but but entertaining, funny guy. Oh, I'll tell you this. Uh, inspiration for a lot of us comedians who... I, you know, the funny part is, ironically, a lot of us comedians were wrestling fans. I mean, yeah. a lot of us my age were wrestling fans, but still... I think they go hand in hand for some reason, just that creativity and the working the mic and working the crowd and figuring that it's, all out. I think if you didn't, if you're a stand up comedian and you didn't spend time watching tape of him oh. and uh, uh, what was the other guy? I was going to, Norm McDonald. Like, oh, I, I, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just think you're, you're doing yourself a disservice because. <laughs> They take risk with comedy, and they commit, and they and, and they stay. And uh, I mean, the, the the go on and look up the thing Norm. What does about the like the beetle or whatever it is? I don't even know the 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 moth. That's it. The moth. The moth of the light. The, the moth. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing ever. And he, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and and it's such such commitment to comedy. You know what I mean? Like I love that because that's gutsy. Because if it fails, it hurts bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're, they're comfortable enough to dig out of it. I yeah, mean, that, yeah they go, that's it. They love the awkwardness. They embrace the awkwardness. And a lot of, a lot of I'm envisioning that in my head right now and laughing because Norm's... Hilarious. Uh, yeah, he's all just his jokes a, are seven minutes long for <laughs> one punchline. You go, all this is doing is building up for a punchline that's not going to be as big as it should be, and I'm still going to die But out. Yeah, but it always supersedes that expectation because you go like, oh, he's dragging us along for this one. But then it, <laughs> yeah. still, it still pops you. You know what I mean? You still go yeah. like, oh, he got me. Um, good stuff. I want to tell a Norm joke. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Here's one of my favorite Norm jokes. Might be my favorite. City Slicker moves into the country. <laughs> Do you know this one? I don't know. City Slicker moves into the country. Young City Slicker moves into the country. He's like, I got to escape the city. I want to get some land, peace and quiet. Moves out to the country. He's only got one neighbor for miles, right? It's a farmer. One day the farmer's out there driving his tractor around. City Slicker walks over there, waves him down. Hey, man, I'm your new neighbor. He goes, oh, pleasure to meet you. And he goes... And I just want to introduce myself. You know, I'm new to the new to the country out here, and I'm from New York City, and just excited to be here. And he goes, "You know what? Hey, we're having a party tonight over at my house. If you'd like to come." And he goes, "Really? A party?" And he goes, "Yeah, man. Gonna be a lot of drinking. Gonna be a lot of fighting. Gonna be a lot of sex." And he goes, "Really?" And he goes, <laughs> "Yeah. A lot of drinking, a lot of fighting, and a lot of sex." And he goes, okay, well, uh, what time does the party start? And he goes, whenever you get there, it's just me and you. Gonna be a lot of drinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's just me and you. Whenever you get there, it's just me and you. And, of course, Norm delivers it a thousand times better. 
and said some words I couldn't say. I right, cleaned right. it up, but it's just me and you. That's the greatest party ever. Oh. And every time he it tells it, I've seen like... him tells it, he does the end. He goes, they're going to drink. <laughs> and then they're going to fight. Him. I, was, I know. I know what the joke is. We it. heard. <laughs> we heard you. We got it. Oh, but it's great. It's um, so funny. Also, before you get out of here, we get the thankful minute. Make sure we oh, are yeah. thankful. Look, we played it earlier. We we showed our five star um, review of the week. Please leave a five star rating on whatever platform you are on. Like and subscribe. We appreciate all that. It it greatly helps us. And more than you can ever know, if you like, subscribe, leave a five star rating, and drop a comment. If you laugh this time, just say, "Hey, guys, I LOL'd at this episode." Yeah, okay? because you're all a bunch of clowns. Comment below your favorite Norm joke, your favorite Andy Kaufman segment. Yeah, but comment. Whatever it is. Comment below. Yes, if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure you turn on notifications, youtube.com slash D-O-G-G. Follow the show at You Didn't Know Pod. He's at Brian R.D. James. I'm at The Casio Kid. We got a lot of new merchandise. A lot of new All of it's found at boxofgimmicks.com. I don't know what Dom is going to throw up. But we got all kind of new merchandise. <laughs> oh yeah, summer is oh, here, dog. The D O Double G, baby. It's the mother. Sorry. D O Double G. Yeah, I stopped. Suns out, guns <clears throat> out, bro. Indeed. How about those tanks right there? Those tanks, good? yeah. Me and Snoop huh? Dogg should be like wearing those tanks somewhere, Woo! like Woo! at the Arnold or something. Uh, by the way, speaking of, oh, I'm oh. a fellow McDavid guy. He yep. fears no man. He's Fargo McDivitt. You did he a Fargo no McDivitt when we watched earlier. You went to the bar and said, I named this bar. I can this bar in the name <laughs> in the of name Ireland. Ireland. Um, but, uh, yeah, I need one of them shirts, man. We got to get you that. Uh, you got to get me that shirt. Shout out. We do uh, YouTube exclusives every now and then when oh, we can. Yes. Good call. And man. we lock it down and we do a YouTube exclusive. That's where we're live, live, all the way live. You can chat with us. You can hit us up in the Super Chat. We interact with you as much as we can. And we had some fun. Man, they go off the rails fast sometimes. But I yeah. want to get a shout-out to Toddesy469. Yeah. He hit us up, dog. Well, you said Toddesy467 was, and 468 were taken, right? So right. he's Toddesy469. Toddesy's were taken. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, so obviously it's 469. Yeah. And he hit us up with the Super Chat. And he had a great idea. He said, dog, you guys should think about doing pet items, leashes, collars, and even for canines, poop bags, poop bags. And we thought, man, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Yeah. Thank you, thank Odyssey. You, sir. We're going to start working on it. And right as we were going off the air, he hit us in the super chat and we missed him accidentally. Okay. Yes, and that's that on, is me. on, that's on me. It's on me. Actually. It's on Casio. Like you didn't you have your glasses on, so you didn't see it, but <laughs> I saw it and I accidentally skipped it, but he had a, yeah, it's on Dominic really, but okay. Um, I'm going to take blame and be that guy. But I appreciate you, man. His super chat he hit us with was great. He said if we make poop bags, we should name them Load Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to call them Dog Logs, but <laughs> but logs. but I think Load Logs, Load Dogs, Load Dogs, Load Dogs, load dogs for this poop bags good. is pretty good. Toddesy four six nine is good. If we end up You're making good, those, he's yeah. getting two two free dog. turd bags, and I'm gonna poop in them for you. 
Because that's the kind of... <laughs> it's a road dog, load dog. Just for coming in, sir. That's your uh, reward. Thank you, Tadasi. Uh, thank you for that uh, as well. Yeah, sorry, sorry we missed you, dude. That, thank you for doing that. Hey, and we are, gonna, we are going to we are going to show some. Uh, so we are going to put up some some uh, merch of dogs. Got to figure out how to get load dogs. <laughs> Call them. <laughs> that's that's, the that's whole easy. Deal. That's easy. Whatever we're we're we on it. Uh, and dog, on. before we get out of here. Uh, a lot of social media these days and a lot of podcasts, a lot of wh- whatever it is, yep. uh, does spread negativity. We like to spread positivity here, and yep. that's why we try to end every show with a thankful minute. We put 60 seconds on the clock. Road Dog, you have 60 seconds yep. to tell us anything in your world that you are thankful for. Spreading positivity and letting us all know, man, you always got something always. to be thankful about. Always. So let's roll that bean footage, throw 60 seconds on the clock, starting now. Well, I often go to my family, but I don't know if I've ever, I probably have, I do it all the time, but I, I specifically want to just say how thankful I am to, that I am uh, married to the woman I'm married to and have been for 26 years. Uh, and today we got in a squabble and I uh said things i didn't mean and i i said things that hurt her feelings and i had to go back and apologize to her and just the longer the day went on the more horrible i felt about not being able to control myself when we were in in a heated discussion you know what i mean and it's it's just she doesn't deserve to be talked to uh like that she doesn't deserve to be she deserves nothing but my adulation. I used it earlier with Meanie, but she deserves nothing. She is my everything, and she always has been. I'm thankful for my wife. She doesn't watch the podcast, so this is not this is not me trying to win her over. This is just me trying to clean up my side of the street. <laughs> hey, relationships are tough, brother. They're tough, man. And but you got to work at them. That's yeah. why they're tough because they yeah. ain't easy. And and I look, I t- I tell my kids this now, and it's it's I didn't know. Even though there was a book called Men Are From Venus and whatever the friggin' book's called, Women Are From Venus and Men Are From Mars or whatever, couldn't be truer, couldn't be yep. <laughs> closer to the truth. Everything I think, she thinks the exact opposite. Like, she yep. is not, not to be mean. She just looks at life differently. She looks at things differently. She was brought up differently. So it's, there's so many things you have to work at. Uh, and meld together as a And it as never stops. And it doesn't ever stop. It doesn't ever stop. Look, were the fights we got in today like the fights we got in uh, after this pay-per-view in 98 we just talked about? <laughs> Heck no. They were a lot. It was it's a heck of a lot different. It's now like, well, I'm leaving then. And then 30 <laughs> minutes later, like, I, I didn't leave, honey. I'm going to stay here. Is that okay? You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's just very different. And so, so uh, but yeah, just thankful for her, man. She's my, she's my rock on the reel. Well, brother, appreciate you talking to us, man. This has been a fun one. An absolute historic night. People still talk about this night and yep. everything that went along with it. And uh, it was fun catching up and kind of getting that storyline leading it's, into It's also night. really cool for me to have been a part of all that. You know what I mean? Because if if you think about it, and this ain't a cut, you know, this ain't a knock on me, but like that, that paper or that uh, house show we looked at, uh, the other day was 15,000 people, or I guess it was today. But but all those people were there, and uh, I was probably the least known guy on that card. You know what I mean? Like, it was so, it was just, I was just really blessed to be a part of all that and go through this time 
specifically in the industry. And so it's very cool for me to walk back down memory lane too. If I could buy a house on memory lane, I would put my money down and sign my name. Uh-huh. I would buy that little house where it never rained. Mm. Sorry, I don't know the words, but Are something like that. that. Something like that. No, it's a song. Well, it was solid. Uh, yeah, it's by, I think, Old Dominion. I'm not sure. Oh, oh, a new yeah. one. Yeah, it might be a new one. New one. I'll have to check yeah. that out. I uh, can't wait to next week. Y'all check it out. We'll talk to our friend Blue Mini. Going to be yeah, filled with fun. laughter, my friend. Filled with laughter. And by the way, he has a great story of oh, yeah. him in the business. <laughs> He's been involved with everybody. Yeah. And I can't wait to hear him tell it. So like, subscribe, turn on your notifications. You'll know when that drops. Go to ad-free shows. If you want to get that early and ad-free, uh, you can get that at adfreeshows.com, starting as low as $9 a month. Nice. Mr. Brian R.D. James, this was a fun one, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you so Dominic, much, man. Thank you back in the uh, yep, production thanks, center. Thanks, Dom. Put your pants back on. This is your mom's basement. We appreciate that. Uh, I'm in my wife's uh, office. <laughs> I'm being kicked out now so she can get to a meeting. This has been a fun one, guys. For uh, Brian, for myself, this was a fun one. And if you didn't like it, we got two words for you. Suck, suck it. <laughs>